Well, it is the season of lots of parties, Christmas parties, New Year's Eve parties, and perhaps a beverage or two. We have on the line with us Kirk Erickson. He's the president and CEO of the Washington Regional Alcohol Program, also known as RAP, and the project director of the Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over Holiday Enforcement Campaign in Virginia. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning, Janet. Happy holidays. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Now, the uh, Drive Sober, Get Pulled Over campaign is not new, um, but it is back this year. And give us an idea of some of the statistics that we see um, this time of year that can be, you know, so very dangerous when it comes to drinking and driving. I think you captured it correctly. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says that during Christmas in this country, 36%, so well over a third of all traffic deaths, involve drunk drivers. And when you start talking about New Year's, New Year's Day, it's 40%. So nearly half of all traffic deaths in this country on New Year's involve drunk drivers, meaning that they're 100% preventable, and that's what this campaign is all about. So when we hear these statistics, do we have any more of a breakdown of, like, the ages is it male is it female is this kids what what are where are some of those numbers coming from do you know yeah that's a great question yeah the the any group that's fighting drunk driving uh, is going to be always focused on the 21 to 35 year old male driver okay. that's the group that's overrepresented in fatal car crashes where alcohol is a factor it's a group that has the highest bac level um, and it's a group unfortunately for us that's that's immune from run-of-the-mill psa campaigns which is why the theme of this year's campaign is pretty straightforward, which is that if you're old enough to drink, to act like it. We're simply trying to get that audience to plan ahead before they go out. Do you think it's because, and I don't want to like start char- uh, characterizing uh, by gender here, but, but do you think that part of this is because men think they can handle it and they, they really do think that they are sober enough to, to drive and they don't want to give well, the you know, keys that- to someone else? That's a great question because there is a dichotomy. We do a fair amount of research for this campaign, and one of the things that we do is to ask 600 male, young male drivers, 21, 35-year-olds, specifically in Virginia, what their attitudes and beliefs are about drunk driving. And nearly all of them, 96%, said that, it's, oh, it's very important to plan a safe ride home before they go out, but less than half regularly do. So that's what we're trying to do is just to close that circuit. Before they go out, make sure they, they have an exit strategy. Before they go out, before they start drinking, and whether that's designating a sober driver, using public transportation, using taxi cab, ride share, Uber, spending the yeah. night somewhere. Exactly. But doing whatever it takes to prevent you from getting behind the wheel of a car if you've been drinking. Well, I don't want to uh, veer too much off topic here, but I do want to address, because I do think this is a problem that we're seeing even even more than we have before, especially in Virginia, is uh, it's not just drinking that can hamper your driving. You know, now that a lot of people are looking at uh, marijuana as more recreational because of the attitudes towards marijuana changing, a lot of more people are using marijuana uh, and and unapologetically, and they're getting behind the wheel and they're driving. It, it's still impaired driving. You're exactly right. Impaired driving is impaired driving. Uh, The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has got a great campaign that says that if you feel different, you drive different. And with Virginia recently um, legalizing recreational marijuana, you just need to be aware, and it's actually not my opinion, but the Insurance Institute did a study of states that, that legalize recreational use, and they found indeed what you just said. Crash rates go up when states legalize recreational use and retail sales of marijuana. You're absolutely right. So how will police patrol change during this uh, d- 
during this time? Are we going to see changes That's here? a great You are. You're going to see a stepped-up effort to identify and apprehend drunk drivers across the Commonwealth. 145 different law enforcement agencies are going to be conducting over 600 saturation patrols, which are deployments, doing nothing but looking for impaired drivers, and over 70 different checkpoints. In the Roanoke area specifically, we've got 22 agencies that are aligned in this effort. They're going to be conducting nearly 100 saturation patrols. Again, this is between December 14th and January 1st. And during that two-week period, almost on a daily basis, they're going to be conducting 15-1-5 sobriety checkpoints, again, to identify and apprehend drunk drivers. And that's going to be the same thing in the Lynchburg region and the South side i mean they're they're going to be out in force as as they should be if we want to find more uh, out more how do we learn more about this that is a great question what people can do is they want to find out about this campaign again it's called virginia's drive sober get pulled over campaign the ads say act like it so that's what our that's what our address is is act like it.org a-c-t-l-i-k-e-i-t dot o-r-g we can find out more about this local and life-saving campaign that's been around since 2001 and it's helped drive down virginia's numbers in terms of dui but unfortunately we're starting to see this crawl back up uh, this past year hence the stepped up efforts of this campaign this year kurt this is mark i just have one question for you okay sure uh, you've got the and this is where we kind of balance things out if i confront someone i'm i'm going to feel uncomfortable but but tell me how you push through that because when you're standing at their gravesite you're going to feel a hell of a lot more uncomfortable than if you would have done the right thing tell us how to approach that and just how to push through that well, I think a couple things. One is the old adage is true. Do whatever it takes to prevent somebody from getting behind the wheel of a car. Yes, it may be confrontational. Yes, it may be uh, combative. But the fact of the matter is you may be saving a life. And there's little things like that that I think everybody can do, especially during the holiday season. One is to report drunk drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, your listeners might say, I don't drink. I'm not going out for New Year's. You can still be an extra set of eyes. And in Virginia, you do that by dialing pound seven seven. And then lastly is wear your seatbelt. That's something that all of us could do. Um, you hear that it's your best defense against a drunk, drunk driver, and I know that that's perhaps cliche, but the routine wearing of seatbelts is actually the single most effective measure to reduce crash-related deaths and injuries. And stay off the roads later as well. Even better. Even yeah. better. Thanks so much for joining us. We've been talking with Kirk Erickson. He's the president and CEO of RAP, the Washington Regional Alcohol Program, and the project director of Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over. Thank you, Kurt, for joining us. You guys keep Thanks this stuff in mind. Uh, it's, uh, it's important. If you're drinking even one drink, yeah, I mean, you've really got to be careful. It's not going to work, be worth the consequences for sure. Not at all. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Okay, this is... (laughs) This is everyone right now. This is everybody trying to get their Christmas shopping done. Yeah. And I have a solution for you. Okay. All right, we know there were some problems at Fleet Feet. Okay. Somebody ran, I think, into the front of the building, right? Wasn't, oh, oh wasn't that's that right? right. That's been a while and back. They're, yeah. they're back up and running. It uh-huh. happened last week. I just went on our insane radio deal site. I got the papers right here. Okay. I just clicked for their $50 gift card. 
Mm-hmm. Guess what I can get it for right now? I don't know. Less than half price. Oh, wow. 21 bucks wow. for a $50 gift card for Fleet Feet. All right, let me ask you this. Yes. Is there any limit on how many you can buy? I don't think it there doesn't. is. Well, here, I'm going to click on... Let's Because, I mean, you could get... Let's do you could four get some pretty nice stuff. I'm, I'm going to do four. Okay. I'm going to click on four. I'm on the website right now. It just it totaled it up. Yeah, okay. So... All right. You could literally get $200 worth of Fleet Feet cards yeah. for $84. Right. That's four people you could buy for. Yeah, you got a runner in your life. That that's the place amazing. to go. All right, we've got stuff. Aqua Trek Adventures yeah, for the kids. Also a great deal. CrossFit Athletic Cross White Club. And Athletic Club. Or yeah. Cross White. I'm yeah. sorry, my bad. Uh, Lotus Beauty Bar. I could use some beauty in my life. <laughs> you we have fixed, beauty. <laughs> her name is well, Karen. Yeah, that's true. We fix stupid computers. Sequest. They're all up on our insane radio deals. Dot com website. This is going to be good through January the 2nd. All right? Okay. Yamada. Right. Japanese barbecue I, restaurant. I, I doubt there are many of those left. Yeah. And um, then BNC Sports Inc. Yeah. The game those starts have been here. Very, those have been yeah. very popular. We had somebody come in last week and actually pick theirs up. We got mm-hmm. to meet one of our listeners. Yep. So go to InsaneRadioDeals.com. Make it happen. These prices are good through January 2nd. Mm. So there you go. Okay. And problem solved right there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Switching gears a little bit. Okay. Are you a nose breather or a mouth breather? Um, I am more a nose breather, breather than a mouth breather. Yeah. yeah. I, I am. I mean, at night when I'm but trying I to relax, I you're supposed to breathe in and hold it and then exhale right. it out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. So I do those breathing exercises. I will tell you, I use mouth tape a lot tape. at night. Wait a minute. Mouth strips so that I don't breathe through my mouth. Because when I go to sleep, when right. most people go to sleep, a lot of times they'll start breathing through their mouth. Mm-hmm. And I've started using, you can get mouth strips where what, you can still they, breathe. What do they do? They hold your mouth together so that you so that you don't mouth breathe. I or, got duct and, tape and some people snore. Yeah, yeah. True, and, true. And, and, if you, and if you can keep your mouth closed, you don't snore. Interesting. And I mean, I don't snore anymore. I, I literally just losing that weight mm-hmm. made a difference. But, yeah. yeah, just that that's gone now. But um, but yeah, the mouth tape can help with that. Okay. And you can still breathe. Right. Right. But it keeps everything closed. That's interesting. There are a lot of uh, studies out there that suge- suggest that breathing through your nose is simply the better way to breathe. Okay. It does a better job at oxygenating your system. I probably said that wrong. Uh, it humidifies and purifies the air that enters our system. Mm-hmm. It reshapes our jaw by adjusting how our tongue sits in the mouth. And when used during high-intensity exercise, mm-hmm. prevents anxiety and hyperventilation. How about that? So if you were wondering if there's a right or wrong way to breathe, yeah, there is. I know when I want to take a deep breath, I definitely do it with you know with my nose, mm-hmm. and it just it feels it just feels better in my chest too. Well, and yoga uh, people who teach yoga have always mm-hmm. you know kind of promoted that you know right. in through uh, or in through the nose, out through the mouth. Right. That's you know uh, the question becomes: Is mouth taping going to be a okay. durable wellness practice? It is not going to help your marriage, whoever this number is. More of a passing fad. I want to get mouth tape for my wife. 
I'm tell. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. They didn't say why. Is that for sleeping? I don't or know. Is that just in but general. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to send you a the Devo book. My wife and I are just finishing up from uh, Dennis Rainey. Might be helpful to you, whoever you are. <laughs> apparently there. Apparently there is a book called Breath. Breath. Okay. That was uh, released in 2020. Hmm. And people say that after they started mouth taping, they wake up with more energy. Okay. Other benefits, they say. Right. Fewer calories, reduced snoring, better health. How about that? Deeper sleep. That's uh, that's pretty cool. I I do. I use the mouth strips. So, I don't know. You you might want to look into okay. it if that's... Uh, if oh, f- for daytime use. They're clarifying. For- <laughs> this is for daytime use, which, which, okay. <laughs> Someone has. A I don't death know whose number that is, but we don't have a name by it. But, but I reveal I'm, yourself. I'm intrigued. Reveal yourself, sir and or madam. <laughs> I think oh, he said sir. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to, you know, gender identify. No, no. Well, we can't. I mean, I know. did you just don't report me? I yeah. assumed it's gender. I, I, I did. Think you just used a pronoun? I did it. Where are the PPs? The pronoun uh, police. <laughs> the PPs. <laughs> nobody wants to be. Nobody wants to wear that badge. Right. Oh, I'm a PP. I'm a PP. <laughs> You're what? <laughs> Get away from me, you weirdo! <laughs> no, <laughs> pronoun police. <laughs> Not you the said same you. Thing. I don't think you're allowed to say you. You say uh, something like, uh, "Get away from me, them people." He, use guys. <laughs> use guys. <laughs> that could work. Now you're from Western Pennsylvania. I know. <laughs> use guys. <laughs> mm, all uh, right. I don't know. You better oh, see. They geez. won't tell us their name. I know. They're they're afraid. They're anonymous. They're they're afraid that, that the wife's gonna find out. Anonymous. They're an anonymity. <laughs> Whatever that means. When my kids were small and they would try to say big words, right. it was the funniest thing. I still struggle, obviously. Couldn't well, say breathe. They were like four. But oh, okay. <laughs> you know. Well, some say my intellect is about there. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends on, on the day. Uh, they have released the six biggest AI inventions of 2023. They're calling it a landmark year. Okay. I'm game. You excited about that? I'm so excited. Mm, and you just can't hide it. All right. Medical devices, AI medical devices continue to be strong. Although we did a story last week where some of the information that the AI is popping out, it's not accurate. Right, right. Um, But they had 692 AI devices approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. Um, Accelerated cancer research. Okay. The co-founder of Arteria AI, a precision medicine company in California, described cancer research as fertile ground for AI. They use it to find hidden patterns in data, personalize treatment decision-making, and help predict treatment benefit. See, that makes me nervous. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Medical imaging and education. The... um, the DAL E3 takes a text prompt as an input and generates a new image as an output. They say it has been instrumental in medical education, providing visual aids for complex medical conditions and procedures. They have also been, there's been advancements in AI driven medical imaging, such okay. as improved MRI technology, mm-hmm. 
which have led to faster scanning times, enhanced image resolution, and reduction, a reduced radiation exposure, significantly improving diagnostic accuracy. Okay. I mean, as long as you have humans there to, like, look yeah, over everything, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I could see the... seems like a lot of this is in the medical field. Another discovery found that the first real-world evidence that AI can improve medical productivity, a mm-hmm. uh, 40% increase in clinical productivity in diagnosing retinal disease in patients with diabetes. Okay. All right. Um, disease detection through retinal images. In really? Se- yeah. In September, the they said that they found groundbreaking material uh, AI model for disease detection using retinal images, and the results were published in the journal Nature. And so the retina is kind of like a fingerprint, isn't it? Well, I will tell you, um, there are people, therapists, mm-hmm. uh, that that can just look at your eye right. and can tell you things wow. that are wrong in your body. And I will say, mm-hmm. um, my eye doctor ask about my cholesterol what's mm-hmm. your cholesterol look like right but because by looking in my eyes she huh. said sometimes it, it can show signs of like high bad cholesterol mm-hmm. or it can show signs of like good cholesterol as right. well but she did that by looking in my eyes wow. Wow. so not really surprising number one on the list was chat gpt of course yeah mm. that one's been used a lot best known most widely used um John Hopkins has several ongoing research projects investigating the potential of using AI to reduce clinician burnout huh. as a result of electronic medical records. Huh. I don't well, think about that. Well, I don't know either. But, I mean, are we going to be doing the telehealth thing and talking to a bot? Is that where we're well, going? I mean, I think. And, and I like hey, the, the telehealth. Have you used that telehealth at I, all? I just came up with an idea. Uh-oh. Instead of talk radio, it's bot radio. And, and and talk you radio laugh. will get replaced by bot radio. You laugh, but there yeah. are many people in our industry embracing it. And you'd have to type. I it. think it sounds ridiculous in some cases, but you'd have to type. You know, like text. You would text the AI, and then he would spit out the answer live on the air, kind of like what we do now. Okay. You know. Well, but here's the thing. Kind of like what we do. They now. probably won't. Huh? <laughs> kind of like what we do now. Huh? <laughs> You're terrible. I am. Oh, my goodness. I am. Hey, Rod Stewart's selling his house. How much? Uh, $80 million. Where's it at? California. Who's the real Beverly leader? Hills. Can you get me an appointment? <laughs> You're going to buy that? He actually upped the price. He placed it on the market for $70 million this past summer. What? Last week, he raised the price to a cool $80 million. Okay, I'm sorry. If it didn't sell at 70 why do you think it's going to sell at 80 You know... You get three whopping acres for that, though. I want Rod to come three times a year at my choosing, unless he's doing a concert. Well, he he bought it in 1991. You want to guess how much he spent for it? $23 million. Twelve. Twelve. Wow. Twelve million. What year did he buy it again? 1991. Wow. He, oh, uh, he then commissioned an architect to design the nine-bedroom, 14-bath mansion. All right, wait. Nine bedrooms. Why do you need 14 14. baths for nine bedrooms? That's a great question. 
I bet you there's a couple bathrooms just set aside in for parts public. of the house for public use. Yes, for guests. So you don't want them going so into like your five, <laughs> five extra yeah, bathrooms. Yeah. How many? Did, I did mean, if you say, have a big party, I guess that's how necessary. How big is the square footage, footage of it? Did it, um, it ought to be at least fifteen. It's. I mean, you, I'm looking 20, at the pictures 000. of it. it. It's big. It's beautiful. It looks like an amusement. It looks like park. Versailles. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is big. Yeah. It's but not big. eighty million dollars big. Beautiful. But pool. you know, somebody will buy it, like a Adele or somebody. Adele bought who's who's she Stallone. Bought, yeah, and she wanted him to leave a statue or something. Yeah, that was the she, that was the deal. She's breaker. like, don't screw up this deal by not leaving your Rocky statue. Yeah. And, Isn't that and he something? Said, oh, okay, <laughs> Adele. <laughs> I thought always to John Wayne. Oh well, <laughs> that was close though. Was, I gotta tell you. Well, you think about it. It's a very. It's kind of like Mr. Ed and Cher. Right. Yeah, there's not a big difference there if you really think about it. <laughs> now, Hello, I'm sorry. Wilbur. I'm sorry. That is a Mark Lambert right there. If I could turn back time, Wilbur. I mean, think about it. <laughs> Well, that's true. When they she went to auto tuning, yes. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell the difference. So, if you want to be the the owner of Rod Stewart's mansion, he's up the price to eighty million. You better make a bid soon, or he'll take it up to ninety. There's there's no telling. <laughs> Inflation, you know. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get that, but maybe it better have solar panels. That's all I got to say for that kind of money. I don't see solar panels. Don't see any. I'm looking at a uh, a drone view. Right. Don't see any. Well, don't see any of those. We'll yeah, because they got all those brownouts and stuff. Mm. Imagine what the power bill is on that place. I can't even. Yeah. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Right. Well, this is true. It's like the restaurants when you go in and there's no prices. Yeah. You probably can't afford that either. Check, please. Currently in Lynchburg, it's uh, 23 degrees. In Roanoke, it is 25, 23 in Danville right now. Okay. We had our big insane radio deal promo just a little while ago that we did live on the air. And I mentioned uh, Fleet Feet reopens after car crashes into the business. Turning an unfortunate situation into a positive one. That's what the owner of uh, Fleet Feet and Roanoke is doing after after that incident happened Sunday night. A simple mistake is what the owner of uh, the business said on Franklin Road, Matt Thompson. He uh, he said the driver was uh, doing a good deed by donating shoes into the store's rescue mission bin when they uh, accidentally put the car in the wrong gear. So uh, nobody was hurt. So we're grateful for that. Just after uh, you know a day or so of the store being closed, they're back up and running. And he gives all thanks to the local uh, Roanoke businesses, uh, Novan Company, who jumped in to help. Noakvan Company, sorry. Uh, they called me and said, uh, we'll be there. So they came and did a temporary wall on the, on Sunday night and then came uh, yesterday uh, and, and t- you know tore that down and, and did a more permanent situation and solution. So people pulling together to uh, get the folks at Fleet Feet. Uh, reopened. We're excited about that. Go down with the Insane Radio Deal card, and uh, you'll be able to get the card on our InsaneRadioDeal.com insane for $21 for a $50 gift card. That's pretty awesome. Have you ever um, have you ever lost your wallet? Oh, I have. Did you get it back? Only once did I not get it back, and that was a long time ago. I, um, I, I misplaced mine, uh, and I think I was at Kroger maybe. Mm-hmm. And went to the and it was and was completely panicked. Right. Uh, went to the customer service desk. It was right there. Mm-hmm. 
This is not one of those stories. With full police asking for the public's help in identifying two individuals, and they've got great photos of them, too, boys and girls. (laughs) Uh, On Monday around noon, a Walmart customer accidentally left her wallet in a shopping basket when she left the store. Okay. About 10 minutes later, an unknown couple walked past the basket, saw the wallet. The woman picked it up, and instead of doing the right thing, she uh, decided to claim it. The couple then proceeded to the parking lot, leaving in a two-tone black and silver pickup with a lot of material in the bed. We hope they paid for it. Mm. Uh, All very visible on the Walmart security video. If you can identify the couple, if you live in the Withful area, look them up. See if you know who these pillars of the community are. And uh, you can then uh, make a, a call to the tip hotline. Yeah. Because, you know, that's going to happen a lot. People are so frazzled right now mm-hmm. uh, this week. And, and it happens. But, golly, be a better person than that. Yeah, Come really. on. No doubt. Somebody will recognize them. The pictures are too clear. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless he, you know... He's going to have to shave that beard off. He might be able to get by with it. She won't. She's too easy to recognize. Yeah, her beard I, probably I hope... more permanent. <laughs> Stop. Than his, I'm just she saying. doesn't have a beard. I'm just <laughs> Maybe saying. she will before it, it's over. She might dye her hair or something, right, but right, people true. who know him are going to know him immediately. That's the problem when you watch movies like, you know, Jason Bourne and, you know, you have to do that. You cut the hair, you dye it. You, you got to be able to. I, I was uh, change your identity. I was watching a true crime. I uh, know, shocking that I'm watching true crime. <laughs> right. Um, and it was this this guy who who got away with it for like decades hiding uh-huh. and he could change his identity in ways that you can't even imagine oh, really? wow. and it wasn't just hair color right i mean hair color of course men can grow a beard they yeah, can change sure. the the mm-hmm. styles of the beard mm-hmm. they can change the you know all of that but he could also gain and drop 20 40 pounds oh. like that oh my gosh wow that's hard to keep up with yeah because, I mean, that really changes a person. I'd love to drop me some 20 pounds, but not that quick because it's not healthy, I hear. Right. So. Right, right. Yeah. 866-916-3776. You're on the jam, Miss Ruth. <gasps> Hello. <Hi>. Hello, Janet. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody out there in Janet and Mark land. Well. <laughs> I just wanted to call in and ask you, are there two locusts? Are there two what? Two locusts. Is that what you call it, the locust uh, store? Uh, I'm not understanding. Yeah. Locusts? Oh, you're talking about the beauty the beauty aid store? Oh, oh, Lotus. Lotus Beauty Bar. I'm sorry. Lotus. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, there's two I don't know, you know if there a great is question. or not. I can find out. She is typing away while while you uh, listen to me just say, how much I love you, honey. And uh, I can't say that to many women other than my wife. As it is, but you're talking at mess today. Go this one, this one is on Ward's Road in Lynchburg. The one on Ward's Road is closed. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I need to make sure. And they're closed. Oh. I was wondering if there was two. Um, I'll find out. Yeah, we'll and find get, out. Get, get back, back to with you. you. I will yeah. do it. I got your digits, honey. We'll, <laughs> we'll send you a text. Listen to him flirting with you. He's flirting with you. My husband was going around 
Sunday night telling him that, that you were his girlfriend, his brown sugar girlfriend. Well, I was that, like, excuse you, sir. And then I hear she showed up with a very long bearded man. I don't know. Like Santa Claus, maybe? I don't know. Holy cow. I'm going to have an ass with a pack of laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, they, they, they know this face because I'm, I'm up in age now. Pretty soon I'll be 83 years old. Oh, Lordy. You. Uh, well, you yeah, still look so pretty good. fine, young lady. <laughs> I, and my grandmother was 105. Really? Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Holy cow. All right. She had nothing but her except she had diabetes, and that was it. Okay. Well, that's a long time yeah. to live that if is, you've got diabetes. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez Louise. Yes. Yes, it was. But uh, thank goodness I have a lot of ways about her. She's bold, she was bow-legged and everything. But see, she liked them young men, too, you know. Her boyfriend was <laughs> 71. <laughs> Bessie. Bessie Irene. That was a bow-legged old woman. She put on one of the... Remember those little short skirts? Oh, oh yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. From the 70s and the 60s. Put one on. Had one on, and I paid the move bowlegs and that shirt because she said she's gonna get her a young man. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he, he hey. did. He was <laughs> Hey, while I got you well, on the line, I'm gonna ask a political question of you, okay? Oh, I'm gonna stand away from it. Okay, I'll try. Well, I'm just wondering if you think that this this thing in Colorado where they've taking away Trump's ability to be on the ballot there is going to succeed or will the will it get will it go up to the Supreme Court and they do the right thing I'm just curious I hope they do the right thing because see it's gotten to the point now look out folks your rights are being taken away from you mm-hmm. one day at a time yep. and if they take from him well listen to the ones that are voting him out you know karma is something else yeah yeah it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. And like I said, I've been staying away from the political part, but it's hard to do it because, see, getting your head cut open and everything, and I'm still trying to remember a lot of things. I'm having a hard time to remember the he, she, and all that stuff. What's up with that? <laughs> the pronouns and all that stuff. Hey, we're hoping. You know, if, I, if I go down the road and tell Johnny, and I'm trying to tell him something. He said, you can't call me Johnny. Call me Judy and all that stuff. I said, then I, then I walk away. And then he knocks on my door. Miss Ruthann, how come you didn't tell me my house was burning? I said, well, I was trying to tell Johnny, but the other names came in and told me to shut up. <laughs> well, that's about that's it. That's the beauty of being 82, girl. You yeah. can say whatever you want. Well, we love you. <laughs> we do. Have well, a good, good, good day. <laughs> thank you, bro. Oh, goodness. All right, Ruthann. She's, She's so fun. Just love her. Uh, she loved this next story, or, okay. or she loves not to love it. Okay. Um, the progressive Dem, who was just the spokesperson for the defund Austin police. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say the spokesperson, I mean, he appeared with the squad oh, and okay. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, and this is a police department that's lost more than 800 officers since wow. like 2017. Holy cow. Like Jeez. a ton of officers. Um Proudly voted to defund the Austin Police Department as a city council member. Uh, now he has uh, moved on to be a congressman. Uh, Greg Kazar, I think is how he says his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has now requested a police patrol at his home oh, from the same how department ironic. He, uh, he wanted to defund. Yeah. Isn't that great? 
the uh, Austin Police Retired Officers Association posted on Twitter yesterday, it's come to our attention that the anti-police king of the defund movement in Austin only last week called on the agency with their racist practices to request enhanced patrol around his home for the next week. Jeez. Says, uh, I want people to feel safe in the Austin area, but this seems the height of hypocrisy from the congressman. Perhaps he should hire private security like his fellow squad members do. Yes. Sure seems like he wants the police in his neighborhood, just not in yours. You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. You really can't. And And, and this is the same man who, who himself tweeted... We did it in August of 2020. We reduced the uh, Austin Police Department's budget by over $100 million and reinvested it into our community safety and well-being. Well, why don't you call on those folks? Well, yeah, safety was part of that. Sure. That's what he's looking for. Right. Like a safe place around his home. Can't make this stuff up, folks. No, you can't. Mm -mm. For sure, for sure. It is 846. We'll be back in a little bit. Janet will take us down some good roads, some good paths before we finish up this Wednesday show. Thanks for listening. If you missed any of the show, check it out on SoundCloud. Type in The Morning Jam on VTRN. Or you could just do that Google search and you get Spotify, Google, Apple, iHeart, and then the list Before goes on. You fire up the coffee maker. Turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark. Mornings 6 to 9 a.m. Janet and Mark, mornings 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam. You know, I never thought I would have that intimate of a connection to Paul McCartney as what just happened there. Hmm. I've got good news. Paul McCartney being one of his songs is not good news? Well, that's good. Well, it's, 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 sure. <laughs> uh, I was worried about the Lotus Beauty Bar, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. to solve that mystery. Okay. Um, Dateline, Morning Jam, 8.50 on a Wednesday. That's right. That's right. So they have a new location at 5050 Fort Avenue. That's where their location is. So they're no longer on wards. They're on Fort Mm -hmm. Avenue, which means they really need to go and clean that up. But anyway, uh, 5050 Fort Avenue. Is the new so if address. So if you buy the Lotus Beauty Bar okay. uh, cert- certificates on Insane Radio Deals, uh, they're on Fort Avenue now. Okay. So now you know. All right. So. Whew, got that figured out. Yeah. Hey, we want to remind you, too. Did you, uh, did you haven't put the link up on our Facebook for that voting for Sarah? I did. Sarah. Sure. So Sarah Elder, she was in the uh, studio at 706. We did an interview. We'll upload it later on our SoundCloud page. But she is in a competition the voting ends at 11.59 tonight. You could help put her over the top. One of our locals, she's got a great, beautiful voice. She's a beautiful young lady. Very talented. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to see yeah, her, very sweet her win. So uh, she's a singer. Broadway, Broadway. Uh, what was it called? Broadwaysomething.com. She is, she is coming. I've got a link on our okay, Facebook yeah. page uh, that you can go to. Broadwayworld.com, yeah. And she... Um, has been saved a couple times. Yeah, by the judges. By the judges. So that's the challenge in something like that. Yeah. If is if if they're the other competitors are yeah, like from New the, York or right. somewhere like that. Working social media like cray cray. Right. 
um, but but when it comes to the judges really seeing talent, mm-hmm. they they really see it in her, and you will see it and hear it, and mm-hmm. you can go to that link and hear her and yeah. and vote for her so our girl can get in that top three. That's right. A man in Arkansas took his girlfriend to the Crater of Diamonds State Park. Crater of Diamonds. He visited for the first time last spring. He picked up the diamond within the first 10 minutes, but thought it was something else. Mm -hmm. He said, we were picking up everything we thought was a diamond. I thought it might be a piece of glass. It was was really clear. Typically, they don't look like that. Mm -hmm. He put it in his pockets, uh, along with some other things he found, before he went home. Then after some thought, he said, well, I'll just send it out and just see see if it's anything. Mm-hmm. You know, a few weeks later, the Gemological Institute of America said it was a near colorless diamond. Wow. He said his son encouraged him to contact Crater of Diamond State Park after he read an article about a diamond found in the park in the 1990s. State officials said that the Diamond Evans Founds is the largest registered at the park since the 9.07 carat brown diamond on Labor Day of 2020. Hmm. Most people who visit the park decide to name the diamonds they find. Evans named his the Evans Diamond. Hmm. And he gave some advice for anyone considering a visit to Crater Diamond State Park. Come and search because there's a chance they're out there. Here's my question. What happened to the girlfriend? <laughs> she was with you. Right. Are you sharing? Right. You making a ring out of that? What's yeah. What's happening? With the Evans Diamond there. 4.87 carats. Wow. Pretty good size. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that value is these days. It, it didn't say. I don't know that they've estimated a value yeah. of it. but Could probably afford to buy the front door on Rod Stewart's house. Hmm. You know, at $80 million. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, a horse that serves as a member of the Massachusetts State Police Mounted Unit. Mm-hmm. is keeping things merry and bright. The four-legged officer donned Christmas lights during the New England Patriots game at Gillette Stadium where the Pats took on the Kansas City Chiefs. The post post includes a video of the horse with green, red, and blue lights flashing for the camera. He is also wearing a pair of red and white candy cane striped socks oh, neat. and is probably thinking, oh, Lord. Well, somebody's enjoying people. it. Maybe not him. <laughs> you could say he's slaying the ah. holiday season ah. or wishing you a very merry m-a-r-e christmas are you hearing this dale are you out there is this thing on it's you on. should love that it's on you you should love that he's punning it up <laughs> it's right up your alley yeah yeah or barn or something yeah, Jeez. I don't, I don't, I can't help it. Well, I want to like, sometimes I know I like you the want puns, to like it. I know you want to like it. But sometimes I just can't. I so. understand. Um, here's a, a good, do- a good dog story. A dog who fled from her new family within 24 hours of being adopted has been found. Okay. Six years later. Jeez, wow. Apparently she was surviving in the woods near oh, her home. Oh my they were alerted to a stray dog in the Sussex area in late November. Uh-huh. Cameras were set up to investigate whether it was a loose canine right. or a, a pet that was allowed to roam free. They discovered it was a black Patterdale Terrier. Mm. And the neighbors said they had been feeding the stray for years. 
The dog was lured into a trap baited with chicken, and the rescue group was shocked to learn he had been reported missing six and a half years earlier. Mm. The dog, named Rose, was determined to be 12 years old now mm-hmm. and had lived half of her life in the woods. That's how on earth. I don't know. That's quite amazing. The family who originally adopted Rose apparently were not able to take her back in because their circumstances have changed. They probably have replaced her six and a half years later. Oh, I would think. But yeah. are happy she's uh, been found alive and well, and she's going to be available for adoption soon with Last Chance Animal Rescue. Well, there you go. So, quick so story. That'll, that'll... Oh, by the way, Dale said quit horsing around. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, earlier in the week, I had this giant Pyrenees dog uh-huh. crossing the front lawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Followed by two tiny little dogs. Okay. So I'm I'm alerting my neighbor because they've got like big mastiffs and stuff, mm-hmm. and I you know I just wanted them to know yeah. that that the dogs were headed over. Sure. Please don't let Turbo, you know, get too defensive. Mm-hmm. They weren't dogs. Okay. So the, the the Pyrenees was a dog. Right. Kind of hard to miss. Giant has the big floofy tail. Sure. The tiny little dogs behind her. Yeah. Goats. Goats. Yeah. Goats. Par- yeah. Mm-hmm. Goats with bells on. Goats with bells <laughs> clingy, on. Clingy, 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 clingy. Yeah. Wow, that's like Christmas goats. I, I, I didn't hear the bell because I was inside the house right. and the neighbor said, those aren't dogs, those are goats. Yeah. Apparently, the Pyrenees was was brought in to protect the goats, instead leading them astray. Yes. Okay. Might want to get your act together there, <laughs> ladybug. Talk to the union foreman there on that one. But, but they were just, they were following her around like she was just, you know, definitely the leader. So Only in my neighborhood would that happen. Right. I mean, or and I do live out in the middle of nowhere. Some kind of a movie, Dr. Doolittle or something. But I, I, I was like, that is the strangest pack I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, for a reason. And, oh, and not only were they goats. Right. They're fainting goats. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, the ones that pass out. So like the, like you could literally go up to them and go, boo, and they'll just fall over. See, <laughs> which I think I think is sad, but some people it is, think it's hysterical. It, it is sad. So what? Hmm. Goats are an interesting animal. I love them in so many ways. So you've if got, I'd known they were goats, I would have been like on the side by side, yeah, out there try to pet them. If fainting goats, you have goat yoga. Yeah, you have goat yoga. Have you ever done goat yoga? No, they'll I've, like I've seen crawl pictures. right up on your back. Right, they'll hop right up on you. Yeah, it's the best. It's almost as good as when I went to the. The monkey reserve in Cancun. That was fun too. Did I have they pictures of monkeys well? on my head. Oh no! On my yoga. head, on my shoulders. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, no. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If they want to sit on you, they're going to sit on right. you. They're little tiny monkeys, so oh, okay. it didn't matter. It was all good. I was in heaven. Yeah. I loved it. Did they throw anything at you? No, okay, they weren't good. that kind of monkey. Okay. They were very well behaved. Oh, those were Democrats. Little tiny that. monkeys. The ones that throw things are Democrat monkeys so rude we'll be back tomorrow (laughs) hope you have a great day maybe a lot of people are going to be taking off the end of the week i know i know we may be talking to ourselves i i don't think so we may we'll find out tomorrow we may have an argument by then not talk at all (laughs) oh wait maybe our avatars or our ais could talk for us we'll have some last minute life hacks on tomorrow's show as well looking forward to seeing you then join us on bot radio tomorrow make today awesome